Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama on IMSA Radio. Well, hello everybody and welcome along to VIR where we've just got underway for the Porsche GT3 Cup USA by Yokohama. The cars have just come across the line and immediately we have had an incident. And sad to say that the 21 Porsche is sitting at the side of the circuit with damage on the front end of the car that's good news for us because it gives us a chance to run down the grid jeremy shaw yeah it uh, right the starting grid for today's race elliot skier started from the pole position we're still under grid flag conditions here as the uh, cars are getting underway uh, the, uh, the race has not been uh, pulled back so it's Elliot Skier starting from the pole position Daniel Benitez Jr. alongside him Jesse Lazaro the championship leader started on the second row of the grid on the inside but was involved in the incident right there at the green flag Michael Schein started in the fourth place behind him Andrew Long Casey Kuhlman Santiago Creel Lucas Catania and Charlie Putman rounded out the top ten so coming to the line the it was all from row three back over. Two cars involved, and Casey Kilman was the second car involved there. A lot of people having to take to the grass to get around the incident. And it sadly, was, as I say, the 21 car didn't get through it. It was a very messy start there, and it was a Casey Kilman who started from the third row on the outside, and uh, Jesse Lazaro started from the uh, second row on the inside who got together. So goodness knows how that happened, but it was a very messy start. Uh, Elliot Skier got a big jump on the, on the initially ahead of Anel Benitez Jr. So I think the uh, stewards are going to be having a look at that. The full course caution is now out. Is now out. So uh, the, uh, the cars will be brought back under starter's orders, so to speak. And uh, the car of Jesse Lazaro is still sitting directly in front of us even before the flag stand at the start of the race so that was most unfortunate here comes Elliot Skier he is our race leader uh, and Helbenita Studi in second place in the third place is Michael Shine fourth place is car number 26 there's Lucas Catania and the rest of the field comes along behind him so that was a disastrous start for the championship leader Jesse Lazare uh, he had uh, it all gone right for him last time out at Road, Road America started on the pole twice won twice but now it's all gone terribly wrong for that garage car number 21 of Kelly Moss Racing. Driver still in the car at the moment, but I think that's his decision. He is looking around, ready to talk to the safety crew who have got to him. And down comes the distraught. net. Yes, I think that was probably some thinking time there yeah. as well as anything else. Because uh, from what we saw in front of us and it was literally right in front of our booth where he ended up yes yeah i mean it start the incident started though you know, several hundred yards yeah. before that which is a long way before the green flag because the the uh, starter stand is a a good 150 yards to our right okay it was it was andrew long who started that in the blue porsche i think has he dropped back well, yes, Andrew he, Long started on the inside of that of the third row. Yeah, he he started that and he's dropped way down. He pulled out to his left-hand side and clipped Casey Kuman that then went into the 21 car. Well, the, the odd thing though is that uh, Jesse Lazar started on the inside of the second row, and I think what happened is Anel Benitez kind of pulled across to the inside to tuck in behind. Mm. Uh, behind the race leader Elliot Skier, so it's just a really messy start. So the the blue yes, car of Andrew Long pulls out, hits. Well, Jesse Desaire just doesn't get going at the start. Uh, that for some reason Correct. he just doesn't accelerate. Kuhlman's car was up in the air after being tagged by Long. That was a rear, uh, rear right of Kuhlman's car to left front of Long. Jesse Lazare, courtesy of a not a good start, was where he. Shouldn't have been really. He should have been further up the he road. Should have been accelerating, and he yeah. wasn't accelerating. Yeah. The, the race leader, who, who the the pole started directly in front of uh, Jesse Lazare, and for some reason Jesse just didn't get going at the start. Uh, uh, 
you know, the question there comes down to when was the green flag waved or when were the drivers told green, green, green to start the race? Because uh, clearly Elliot Skier got the message, but uh, Jesse Lazare did not for some reason. So we have then a full course caution. The 11th round of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. What's extraordinary is that you're both the, the overall championship leader and the Masters class championship leader were both taken out in that incident. Um, so both championship leaders then uh, are not going to get any points good from, point. uh, from today's race. Good. And that uh, isn't good for either. Particularly uh, the overall champion, of course, is... Uh, Yes, he stands to benefit the most, doesn't he? And he's got to make this is he's got to make good use of this. But Angel Benitez Jr. will think the same. Jeremy, with guys ahead of him not scoring, he's missed a few rounds this year, of course. Uh, in the kerfuffle, then the gold class has Jeff Mosing and Sebastian Landy, Landy together, the zero one and the four nine car in eighth and ninth position, and uh, Sebastian Landy's already had. Uh, a bit of issue this weekend. The car has had to be repaired, and the guys have worked really hard to get him back out there. Jeff Mosing in the Mosing. I'm not attaching any blame here. I should say, Jeremy. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think that's the, the case at all. It's a, it's always a schmozzle at the the start of the the race. There is Andrew Long sitting way back down the field, and bit of damage to the... Well, I'm looking at the front of the car, seeing if there's any damage there, and, and uh, you know, there doesn't seem to be, because... Uh... I think it was wheel on wheel, so, as you said, Lazard just gets a horrible start. Just doesn't Long go at pull, all. Long pulls out to his left to try and go round him, catches Kuman, who is then catapulted in to Lazard, uh, and gets thrown into the barriers. Casey Kuman carries on for a little while, but with too much damage that car barely got beyond the end of the start finish line uh, again I'm not attaching any blame to uh, uh, and certainly no intent to Andrew Long he was he was just trying to get out of the way of a car the 21 car just had a dreadful start mm. just didn't go at all there and uh, th th that's the, the, the primary question here is, here is why the number 21 car Jesse Lazard did not accelerate um, as everybody else did uh, and it just caused a huge concertina effect behind him. And the unfortunate, uh, the guys who were most unfortunate there were, of course, himself and Casey Kuhlman, who uh, really had nowhere to go. It, the, the problem, there's, there's, there's sort of an inherent problem here at uh, Virginia International Raceway in the fact that there is a, there's this right-handed kink just before the starters mm -hmm. stand. And uh, because of that, you know, obviously you want to try and cut that corner because it's a shorter distance. Uh, it's not really. It's, a, it's not a problem to take it flat from the outside line, but uh, you want to take the shortest distance. You want to get to the inside as soon as you can because the first corner, turn one, is a right-hander at the end uh, of the quote-unquote quote unquote, start finish straightaway. So um, just a really, really unfortunate incident there. And uh, you know why Jesse didn't get going, uh, we don't know whether he didn't hear the call or whether whether, whether he felt that the, the poles had already just jumped the start. Yeah, that's something for the officials to, to determine. And I'm sure it's. they'll be, be looking at. Stephen Tillman, by the way, didn't start this race in yeah. the 69 car. Uh, the that was, he had a huge crash yesterday yes, uh, he did. going up through the S's. Yeah. And uh, I just saw that car a little while ago still in, in a gazillion parts there in the paddock. So that uh, he was due to make his debut this weekend in the GT3 Cup Challenge by Yokohama. But unfortunately for uh, Steve Tillman, that will have to be postponed. Now, we've got everything cleared up. There was no damage to the arm core or anything that needed to uh, needed to be reset on the starting area. So the Viper Green Porsche Carrera, the safety car as it is now, heads up the hill towards the Oak Tree turn and... Clearly, the message has got through to the drivers led by Elliot Skier in the 14. They are beginning to warm up their tyres. Angel Benitez Jr. will want to get a decent start here. Michael Shine in third position, 14, 0, 5, 16. Then Lucas Catania in the 26. Will Hardiman in the 19. Santiago Creel 
the 60. That's always an easy one to spot with the Mexican flag colours uh, on the side of the car. Further back down, the gold leader. Not that far down now, though. Eighth position, Jeff Mosing. Just in behind Charlie Putman, who's our Masters leader in platinum. Sebastian Landy will be licking his lips here because he's right behind Jeff Mosing in the battle for the gold category for the cars that are slightly different, of course. They are the 997-shaped cars as opposed to the 991 as Porsche's model numbers uh, work like that. 991, the latest version up to, uh, up to date. Yeah, the sorry. 997 a little bit older. Sorry. In fact, Jeff Mosing's got a... Is it a 2010 car? I think it yes. is, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Older chassis in the face. If you explain to me how you go from 996 to 997 to 991, I'd be grateful. Um, <laughs> 999 had already been done. Oh, okay. I don't know. It was. It started off as project numbers. I mean, if a quick Porsche history lesson, uh, it started off as project numbers, and in fact, 911 was originally the project number. But as the car, in t in terms of of the 911 car itself, um, it should have been 901 because it was the first project. But Peugeot had the rights to everything with a zero in the middle, so Dr. Porsche put an extra one in it, and that's how we got the 911. As we come back to green then, the Viper Green safety car is in the pit lane and Elliot Skier gets on the right-hand pedal nice and early with 32 and three-quarter minutes to go. We are back to green flag racing at round number 11 of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama and straight away Angel Benitez Jr. at the first corner goes around the outside, tries to get on terms with Elliot Skier. And with yeah. uh, Jesse Lazar out and not scoring points here, neither will Casey Kuhlman coming together on the first attempt at the start as the leader goes wide into the snake. Oh, this is very tight indeed. And exactly what Angel Benitez Jr. was looking forward to. A real battle for top points at the head of the field. Yeah, Elliot Skier there was very defensive at the first corner. And uh, I know Benitez got a run on the outside of him. Then going into the second uh, apex of that right-hand turn, uh, Elliot Skier kind of ushered him off and made sure that there was no room on the exit for uh, Angel Benitez to, com to complete that manoeuvre around the outside. So Benitez has to tuck in behind in second place. Well, there's two cars way spinning across the grass. Where are they going to rejoin? Charlie Putman is one of them. The other spinner there was Sebastian Landy at Calum 49. And uh, somebody went off right behind him. I think it was uh, Kurt Vasiquez was on the grass and certainly Mark Yano was right in amongst that as well. The front valance from the 49 car is not part of the bodywork anymore. Quick flick turn required here. Grass very, very wet. Heavy dew overnight here. Wet enough to get my socks wet through shoes this morning. Clipping the curb. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah, Going up through the uphill S's. Charlie Putman just cut, clipping the curb on the left-hand side. And... Sebastian Landy just trying to avoid him and with nowhere to go. That's right, because Sebastian Landy was tucked in right behind Jeff Mosing. Those are the first two cars in the gold class. And oh, he went the wrong Sebastian way. Sebastian had, had, had to make a snap decision yeah. there, left or right. And really, it looked like Ch Charlie Putnam's car was going to go to the left. So Sebastian went to the right, and unfortunately, uh, Charlie then came across him in the other way. So he had to spin all the way across the grass. And a little bit of damage there has, uh, has caused to the... Uh, it just tore off the... Uh, front section of that number 49 that's, car that's expensive that's very expensive mm. and he's going to get that car back charlie putnam by the way pretty much continued unabated i think he lost two or three spots but we have not gone to a full course caution we are still racing and it's still elliot skiert who is battling the good news for jeff morsing is he's up to seventh position now and his next Gold competitor is way down in 12th position, Mark Yarno, and he's been off on the grass as well. So Skia, Benitez Jr. and Michael Shine in the top three. The, uh, the bodywork is just about on the racing line there. It's barely a car's width off. If somebody just knocked it out of the way, that would be good news for all of us as they're up at the oak tree turn again uh, on lap number six. New piece of racetrack on the left-hand side beyond the kerb that... All the drivers are using, of course, they used to use beyond the kerb anyway, and the problem was that it dragged a whole load of dirt onto the surface. Lots of praise from drivers in all of the categories this weekend for the improvements being consistently and constantly made to this fantastic 3.27-mile circuit through the roller coaster and down into the hog pen. 
It's the leaders now at the end of lap number six, Elliot Skier and Angel Benitez Jr. Looking a bit ragged there, Elliot Skier, really hanging the car out there over the kerbs, using all of the kerbs on both sides of the track coming down the hill, and Angel Benitez is uh, right with him there. I think he perhaps uh, got a bit scared and lost a couple of car legs coming onto the front straight away, thinking perhaps that Skier was going to lose control. He didn't, and Skier leads on going into lap seven. Michael Shine and Lucas Catania battling for second, at first, third and fourth in the overall standings. The 16 car of Michael Shine just about holding off Catania in the NGT orange and white car, sitting right in his wheel tracks at the moment. As they come through to head up through the snake and the uphill hill, S's real rhythm part of the circuit. And as we've already seen, a cautionary tale. Earlier on, you get out of sync going up through the serpentine curves. If this run towards the oak tree corner, then you are in real trouble because there are curves here that you absolutely can't use. There's a lot of nice, flat, inviting curves, but there are curves here that will unsettle a GT car. The leaders pulling out a little bit of a gap now into the first part of the oak tree corner at the south end of VIR. Already out and through, plunging downhill to the compression past the school pits. Lots of different iterations of this circuit, different configurations, some of them can be used at the same time. This is a phenomenal facility that's been saved. Great to have top-class racing back here. Originally opened in 1957, but was closed for a very long time before it came back to life. And the leaders are putting on a great show through the roller coaster again to complete lap number seven. Certainly, Elliot Skier is very quick here, coming down the hill the last few corners, but Angel Benitez makes up that time again, uh, going through the kind of twisty sector of track from turn one all the way up to Oak Tree Bend. And coming out of Oak Tree, he's right with him again. Here we are, coming across the line now to complete lap seven. And this is the biggest gap between the two cars uh, all race long. It's uh, the better part of, of a second. I, I would assume it's half a second, but it certainly looked a little bit more that time. Well, this race is being, has been thrown wide open after that first lap incident. Let's head down to the pit lane and hear from Jesse Lazare. And Jim Roller is the man asking the questions. Jesse, first off, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Obviously not happy. What happened at the start? Uh, unfortunate, uh, just the gear. I oh. couldn't get into the third gear. and I thought there was a problem since I went out. And the guys, I guess it wasn't their fault behind me. It happens, and just we got the worst end of the lock this time. All right, do you think uh, the guys will be able to get it out for race two? I'm pretty sure they can, so I'm, I'll just keep pushing tomorrow. All right, better luck tomorrow. Thanks. Well, that is a very, very disappointed young man. Yeah, but I am very impressed by Jesse Lazaro, though. He's just 18 years of age. He's leading the championship. Uh, he has a, a, a problem. He could easily have blamed somebody else or you know, been jumping up and down and throwing his arms around. And that's a, that's a very impressive uh, the way to take that crushing disappointment for Jesse Lazaro. I'm impressed. Yeah, and made himself available to Jim yes. Roller as well, which many people may not have. Didn't, I mean, didn't have to say a lot, but answered the obvious question, why didn't you get the start? Oh, dear. Missed a gear at the start. I couldn't get the gear in. And it is the most dangerous. It doesn't matter whether it's a standing start or a rolling start. When you've got 20-odd cars together, it's always the most dangerous part of the race. Getting everybody down through the green flag into turn one. Well, these guys managed to do it, Elliot Skier and Angel Benitez Jr. And 25 and a half minutes to go, just less than that now. We're on lap number eight. Just being completed. And once again, Angel Benitez Jr. doing what we've seen him do many times before in previous seasons and this season, Jeremy. He's there or thereabouts, but he's not really, since the restart, made... A concerted overtaking effort. Got up alongside on the outside of turn one on the restart. Hasn't really been there. And Elliot Skier is soaking up the pressure once again. I've been terribly impressed with Elliot this year. Shine and Catania still battling for third and fourth in the 16 and 26. The red and white car and the orange and white car. And... Spin behind. Oh, that is uh, Will Hardeman, is it? Yes. Will Hardeman going off. Heard the Yokohamas screaming in protest as they couldn't... Oh, and right in front of Jeff Mosing, the gold-class leader. Hardeman rejoins, and 
Jeff Morsing has to take to the grass while Bill Palachewski comes through in the silver car with the World War II fighter plane decals on it. Um, Will Hardeman just uh, not really looking around him there or taking the advice of the corner workers as he came back onto the track. Look in the background here, under the Tudor Bridge. He just, just on, yeah, just just, on the power a little bit too I think early. so. Uh, coming out of turn five there, the cars go wrong. We've seen a whole bunch of cars spin there this weekend already. And that was just a uh, little bit of lack of experience there from Will Hardeman. He spins the car around and then uh, sort of kind of gets it going again. Yeah, that's not very heads up driving, I'm afraid, from Will Hardeman. He's inexperienced, definitely showing there. This is a, a guy who had never, never even been to a motor race before just over a year ago, attended a charity event at Circuit of the Americas. He lives in Austin, Texas, just down the road from uh, Circuit of the Americas, and got a chance to drive one of these cars just in a kind of a fun day, and uh, really impressed the team, which is also based in Austin. Uh, and uh, the, he decided, hey, this is actually pretty good fun. And they, the team said, which is uh, Price Cobb is one of the uh, one of the, the directors on that team, and he said, look, you can make a career out of this if you, or you can have, you certainly have a lot of fun doing it. So he did a fair bit of uh, club racing last year. This is his first season of professional racing. I think that kind of showed there for Will Hardman. But he's got very good speed. But look at this, Anel Benitez Jr. all over the back of Elliot Skier. And into the spot where the mistake was made, a lap ago by Hardeman. No such issues for the leaders. Skier then was four tenths ahead at the line, but stopwatch doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Benitez Jr. hoving into view, but again, Got to give credit to the leader. He is driving his own race, hitting his marks, and Benitez Jr. has not been able to get the nose of that black JDX Porsche underneath to make any kind of concerted move. And another spin. This time it's the 52 car of Kurt Fazekas. Now, he's all right. I think he was part of the incident earlier on, had to go on to the grass, the uh, very distinctive yellow and uh, orange and black Kelly Moss racing machine. But Kurt has got back on the black and off the green. And once again, if you off, oh, that's uh, Hardeman spinning again a little bit earlier on. And once you get off the black surface onto the, the very damp grass here, Yonkohama make fantastic tyres, but wet grass and slick racing tyres, uh, no. Shout out for Jeff Morsing, by the way. He's made his way up into sixth position now after all of that toing and froing. But behind him, and I remember seeing that he was 19th at one stage, Andrew Long has driven through the pack brilliantly. It was too much curb for Kurt Fasikas when uh, he went around. Managed yeah. to come back on with dis without disturbing anyone else. Uh, Andrew Long, Jeremy, fantastic drive up from uh, the late teens. Uh, back to... Uh, sixth position, having a great battle across the line there with Jeff Morsing as they went through. Very impressive indeed, uh, run by Andrew Long there for uh, Ford Line Motorsports, and uh, yeah, he was uh, sort of just before the start of the race, and yeah, he was he was really optimistic, qualified well, and was uh, confident of a good strong run today. Unfortunately, had that awful start. Yeah, not his fault at all there, trying to avoid Jesse Lazare who couldn't get third gear, accelerating to the line. And Angel Benitez Jr. has dropped away from the leader by over yeah. a second that last time around. Yeah, that last time around, you must have made a mistake somewhere, Angel Benitez, because all of a sudden that gap went from just a few car lengths to a best, better part of a couple of seconds. And now he's going to try and claw back uh, that deficit. Uh, he did have the fastest lap of the race briefly, Angel Benitez, set that on lap six. But on the last uh, two of the last three laps, Elliot Skier has gone a little bit quicker and a little bit quicker. 151.628, the best lap so far in this race. And that is only about a half a second off where he qualified yesterday at a new track record. So Elliot Skier now is doing exactly what he needs to do, putting his head down and be trying to pull away. And we've seen him being able to do that. He is immensely impressive. 55-0 uh, for Jeff Morsing is his best time. He did a 55-7 last time. Why am I talking about Jeff in seventh position in elegant isolation at the moment? Because Jeff is winning at the moment, leading the gold class from in second place. That is going to be Mark Lano, who is down in 12th position and some 10, 11 seconds back down the road. Mark in the 22, white and orange Porsche. 
he has got between him and his class leader, John Goetz, Jay Patel, David Baker and Bill Pelachewski. And at the moment, he is not lapping quicker than the guys ahead of him. So he's holding station at the moment. We've seen in the past that Jeff Mosing has not uh, been averse to making mistakes or slowing his pace down. And indeed, as I say that, he's just had a terrible lap. Mosing has had a 57-4, and he's dropped all the way down to 10th position. So now only Gertz between Mark Lano and Jeff Mosing. As Will Hardiman's come through the pits to have that rear-end damage looked at. So Mosing has either let through the faster guys or and he's just pacing himself or he's had a little whoopsie somewhere but once again after a really strong start this season last couple of races Jeff Mosing has not had the best end to the races stepping up to platinum next year Jeff so yeah, this car will be uh, well I wonder if he will get rid of it it's, he's had such good times in it might want to keep it for posterity. Yeah, he, he, the, the previous lap, he was passed by Andrew Long in that lap, who's still making his way through the field. To and sixth, yeah. To sixth, and done, done, as you say, done a fantastic job. There's uh, just the leaders coming past here one more time, and I know Benitez has got the message, because the last two laps, he must have made that mistake a couple of laps ago. Now, though, the last two laps, he's been substantially quicker than the race leader, Elliot Skier. 1 minute 50. 0.937 on the last time around. That was the fastest lap of race from Anna Benitez Jr. and a new lap record for the Porsche GT3 Cup. Jim Roller did say in my ear from the pit lane, I wonder if he's cooled his tyres a bit and just dropping away. He's got some grass yeah. in the radiator yeah, truck, you know, he so he might have been off. Oh, he definitely made a mistake on, the pre on two laps ago, yes. The, the thing is, it is very tiring mentally as well as physically to drive close behind a car lap after lap. And it may have been in trying to find a way by, or indeed just take a different line, he's been off the circuit a wee bit. The battle for third and fourth, by the way, Michael Shine and uh, Lucas Catania still has not been resolved. It's still, as they were, 16 from 26. The red and white from the orange and white, if you prefer. But Michael Shine, he's not able to relax one jot at the moment as they're now coming down from the oak tree turn towards the compression and then the roller coaster. Just watching Jeff Mosing's lap times. In fact, he's just done his fastest lap of the race. The gold class leader in 10th position, 154.8. So yeah, I, I, he's responded after those three or four cars went by him. Yeah, and uh, the, uh, Andrew Long went past him and then the Bill Belichewski... Uh, and uh, Jay Patello, who had sort of battling and along, David Baker. and David Baker, yeah. uh, they kind of got past him. I think it was kind of as a result uh, of that of that spin by um, by number 19 car. Because when when Will Hardman came back on the course, Will you Hardman. remember yeah. uh, the uh, the uh, num the excuse me, Jeff Mosing had to take evasive action Correct. there, and that allowed the other guys to get on, in in touch with him again. I think after that, he was probably just playing safe. Don't think it's silly. Just uh, I can lose the place to those guys there in the platinum class. I'm not, uh, and as long as I can maintain my lead in the championship, then I'm in good shape. Elliot Skier goes wide again through turns three and four. Now heading up the snake through the uphill S's underneath the Tudor Bridge with the very pretty Grand Tour flyback illustrated on there. Now up past the residences, this circuit revived as one of the first of the motorsport country club business models. So with prestige housing that gives you garage space and track time on the circuit, bikes and cars, motorcycles and cars, catered for a fantastic motorcycle circuit. There were bikes here on Monday doing some testing. And a couple of different configurations of the circuit that can be used at the same time. This is one of the longer versions, three and a quarter miles. And Elliot Skier now is going to have to defend and defend hard as they come down through the roller coaster. 
and the hog pen the last couple of corners onto the start finish run I won't call it a straight because it's significantly bends to the right he heads over to the pit wall to defend the inside and make sure he's got the shortest run and Benitez Jr. who'd been all over his rear spoiler in the latter part of the lap tries on the brakes and this time he's forced skier into the middle of the road for turn one and that will just compromise his exit yeah. as he comes through into the next set of corners this track it's all about stringing together groups of corners, Jeremy, isn't it? If you get one wrong, it can put you wrong for four or five turns. Yes, but at the same time, you need to concentrate on where your exits are. Make Correct. sure that you cover any opportunity for somebody else to, to pass you on the next, uh, the next uh, passing opportunity. So it's a very tactical, you can drive very tactically here, and that's exactly what Skier is doing right now. Kurt Fasigas has had another incident. Now, he just ran out of road coming up the hill and the turn before Oak Tree and a long time on the grass on driver's right and now did he have a has he got a puncture on the front end there because he just understeered off or had he already lost the little rubber splitter underneath the front valance because that is absolutely crucial to get it yes he had it's well if he hadn't before he has now uh, nor from watching these cars and talking about these cars of all back in the UK that that is an absolute killer blow to front turn in and really you can't drive the car without that piece of rubber on the bottom it's not cheap either have to replace it the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama, one of almost 20 series around the world using these Porsche GT3 Cup cars. And champions in the past that have gone on to win Le Mans. Just doing a bit of research yesterday and reeling off just an, almost a who's who of sports car racing. York Bergmeister, Timo Bernhard, all been champions, Richard Westbrook, Super Cup champion, same rules and regulations. Tell you what, quite a few tracks we race at, uh, track limits mm. are, are an issue that are, that are looked at by <laughs> the stewards, uh, and if that is the case there on the exit of, uh, what is it, it's turn four, turn three, isn't it, uh, then uh, Elliot Skier better be careful, because he's using every inch of the runoff area there over the kerb, uh, and he's doing that in order, in order to make sure that uh, Benitez can't get a run on him through there and then get to the inside, going to turn into the next corner, turn four. So this is a fascinating battle between these two. Angel Benitez has a quicker car. He's proved that by setting the fastest lap of the race. And if that stands as it is, that will be good enough to get him the pole position for tomorrow's race. In actual fact, Elliot Skier's second lap, uh, the, the qualifying positions for the second race of the weekend, which is actually the third race here, isn't it? I don't know. Um, because we've got the make-up race from Nola Motorsports Park uh, later on in the weekend as well. What I'm going to say is the, the second lap in qualifying or the fastest lap in race one is what determines your starting positions whichever for the is second the race of the weekend, yeah. whichever is the better. Uh, well, yesterday in qualifying, Elliot Skier's second lap was, was dreadful, actually. He, wasn't, he only did one quick lap. The rest of them were way off the pace. So uh, uh, right now, Anel Benitez has set a faster lap, and that would be good enough for the pole position for the second race. Across the line to complete another lap and Angel Benitez Jr. tries to use the lap traffic to his advantage but Joe Catania staying well out of the way in the NGT Porsche but the leaders are nose and tail again. Just seems as though Skier is getting a better punch out, out of the final corner, the last part of the... Yes. Hogpen, and that is basically what's keeping him ahead at the moment. He's driving quickly, but within himself for the rest of the three and a quarter miles of VIR. Under 10 minutes to go. Soon a lot more ragged, though, is Elliot Skier than Aaron Benitez. Benitez seems to be a lot more smooth with uh, the application of the throttle and the way he places the car. Can't get, can't get into a position to challenge, no, though, Jeremy. That's the key. He's got to do a bit of planning here. We've seen this a couple of times in the past from 
Angel Benitez Jr., where he gets close to his competitors. It was the same in Canada. Got close, but never really made a, a proper overtaking attempt. Just hasn't got the pace either in the car or the planning in himself. He must know. You, you, you feel this inherently as a, a racing driver, and these guys are racing drivers. I'm a bloke who drives a racing car once in a while. You feel it that you have got an advantage in a certain part of the track. And what you can do in these longer races is then say, right, well, that's where I'm going to have a go, and I'm going to take the whole of the next lap to work up to that position. And he just hasn't been able to get into that position here. No, and it's that, that final right-hander that, uh, that Skier is particularly strong at. He he's uses all of the curb coming down here. It's risky, uh, but uh, he's got the confidence in himself to be able to pull that off, and that gives him just a, a, a crucial two or three car lengths down the front straightaway, which means no way Benitez can get alongside him on the inside to turn one. Once again, Skier defends that inside line just in case. And uh, Benitez now is going to try and push Skier into a mistake, but we certainly haven't seen a hint of a mistake yet. Meanwhile, Andrew Long charging along there in the sixth place. He has set the second fastest lap of the race so far. That would be good enough to put him on the front row of the grid for the second race ahead of Elliot Skier. And his next target is Santiago Creel, and he was a full second. Uh, quicker last time, in fact, it was a bit more than that uh, last time around. A 51-2 by Andrew Long is the lap to which Jeremy was referring there. Leaders then with seven and three-quarter minutes to go. It's round number 11 of the Oak Tree Grand Prix, or part of the Oak Tree Grand Prix at VIR. Round 11 of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge by Yoga Harbour. And Andrew Long is ragging his car. The blue machine with a little bit of damage on it. Not much. He got away with it at the start. He had to check up and turn left to try and get out of the way of the issue that Jesse Lazare was having. Not able to select third gear, poor Jesse, in the car ending up in the barrier. So no points for Jesse. A DNF did not even get to the green flag. And Andrew Long charging then through the field. He's been through the pits as well, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that was on the first lap. Yeah, yeah after, the, uh, after that first uh, incident on, at the very start, he came in the end of that lap, so it was under caution, so it didn't really cost him anything, but he rejoined last Correct. for the restart. An absolute fly through the field, like catching Santiago Creel now by about a second and a half a lap. Meantime, the leaders across the line again. This long, long run. Now, what's going to be interesting here as well, Jeremy, we've seen that Elliot Skier is very quick, quick out of the final hogpen complex. But it is a long run to the line. And I've got to, you've got to think that Angel Benitez Jr. knows he can't do it to the line, so he's got to do it somewhere else. Yeah. He's good through the twisty bits, and now he's putting pressure on the leader. It's ramping up again. The heat is coming to the back end of that leading Elliot Skier car. The... Right Motorsports machine moving around, hitting the kerbs. Angel Benitez Jr. for JTX, the 05, the black car in second place. Back up the hill they go again for the 19th time, with time beginning to run out for Angel Benitez Jr. This will be the longest six minutes of Elliot Skier's driving career. I think you're right, John. And uh, I'll tell you what, though, Skier has a lot more to lose than does Angel Benitez because in the championship stakes now, with uh, Lazaro scoring no points today, this is going to give a huge advantage to Elliot Skier. So if these two, and, and with Benitez having missed the first three races of the season, he's not really in the championship mix, although he is going to move up uh, another point here with... Uh, another position with Casey Coleman having scored no points so he's going to move into third place but still a long way behind Skier so if these two get into a side-by-side -side battle Skier's got to play the smart game here he can afford to give up a couple of points but not 20. Yes that's a fine fine point well made and nicely presented from Jeremy Shaw alongside me these two guys have put on good entertainment once again the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama living up to its billing to the line with under five to go now tension in the pit lane tension on the track skier just driving his normal line didn't feel the need to defend into turn one that time as Angel Benitez Jr. is not close enough Andrew Long by the way has caught Santiago Creel for 5th and 6th position 
as the leaders are still at it. And this is where the five car is good. The 0-5, very good in the early part of this lap. And the, you can barely see it behind. Was there a little touch there between first and second place as they came out of turn five and six and up through the snake and the uphill S's? It is absolutely game on now. Yeah. I mean, th those are the corners where, uh, I know Benicia is particularly quick through one, two, three, four, five, six, up through the S's here. Uh, but uh, Skier is keeping the door shut where he needs to. And up into Oak Tree, I don't think Anna Benicia quite close enough. And so he's cut Kurt Fazika's offer again. That's at least the third time. Three and out, isn't it, really? Uh, the well, leaders... Look, it, it, Ooh, that time, no, Skier defended the, the position yes. there going into Oak Tree. That's going to give Benitez an opportunity to get a little run on the exit. But again, Skier now is, is positioning his car in the middle of the racetrack. He's, not making, he's making this difficult as he possibly can for Benitez. Not much you can change on these cars in terms of setup, but I do wonder if Skier is running slightly less wing than Benitez behind him because he's just a tad quicker. There's a little tap there going into the roller coaster right hander yeah, as they I'm come here. down the hill. Hello, I'm here, hello. Excuse me, excuse me. Coming through, coming through. Uh, I don't think so. I think you'll have to do a little bit more than that to rattle me, says Elliot Skier as he comes round at. The end of the 20th lap, there's just under three minutes to go. And again, Skier pulls out three or four cars there. Now, the only other thing that could be a factor here is traffic. Yeah, and just looking ahead, we've got a couple of cars, but I don't think it's going to be a massive issue. Joe Catania got out of the way nicely. Oscar Arroyo will be the next driver, who is only a couple of cars... A couple of corners, rather, further ahead of the leaders at the moment. Two and a half minutes to go. Magic stuff at the head of the field. Skier and Benitez Jr. Can't wait to hear what these guys have got to say at the end of the race because this has been a cracker. It's Arroyo and then Max Tullman who will be the next two cars to be lapped. And I think they're going to have to be dealt with, such as the pace of this battle for the lead. Blue flags will start coming out. That means faster cars are coming up behind you. Absolutely essential for the drivers that they are keeping their wits about them and are very impressive corner marshals and flag marshals will be watching this race develop. Flash of the headlights from the leader as he comes down past the school pits, through the compression and up towards the braking area, right on the two or the one before you break for the roller coaster turns. And fine driving by Fazekas this time. He's just rejoined to keep out the way of the leaders. And here comes Angel Benitez Jr. under braking. Again, almost kissing the rear valence. Oscar Arroyo is going to have to keep his eyes peeled. And all of his mirrors are now full of the two leaders. And it will be the white flag this time passed. So there's three and a quarter miles for... Angel Benitez Jr. who's got the tour this time. He's in the hole in the air, made by the leader. The white flag is in the air. Just one more circuit to go into turn one. And again, the overlap is there, but only by a quarter of a car. Can he do the over and under? He can't. No. The front end washes out on Benitez Jr. And that might be it. He's going to have to work really hard to get back onto the really spins. He's off. Benitez Jr. is off in three. And he's in the wall, pushing too hard. The car is not damaged drastically. But he's oh. gone from second place. Shine will go through into second place. Catania will be on the podium. Andrew Long has, is up to fourth position from the back of the grid. Just got into the grid. Still trying to hold on to the back of the leader and wasn't able to do it, Jeremy. That was a surprising mistake for someone of his experience because he just... Uh... He just uh, got, allowed himself to get distracted there. Left is breaking way, way, way too late. Going into that tightening mm. apex left-hander at turn three. Uh, and off uh, off goes uh, Anna Benitez Jr. Fantastically positioned secondary barrier of, of tyres that were banded up there, which has kept the damage down to a minimum. What a drive by Andrew Long, by the way, who is now back up into fifth position. It's got... Uh, Check that, mate. That fourth position. Last half a lap. Less than that now. As the 14 car of Elliot Skier 
is going to chalk up another victory, round 11 of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. And the championship has been blown wide open with Jesse Lazier having the start line incident that gives him a DNF. No score, but top score for Elliot Skier. He wins it. Now take a breath because we're waiting, not for Angel Benitez Jr., but for Michael Shine who goes through. Here's the mistake on the final corner. Gets offline in turn one. Turn two cuts across to the right-hand side for turn three. Just drops a wheel off onto the dirt and is taking way, way too much speed into the left-hander. But the banded tyres doing their job. That car will be out to fight another day. JDX will make sure of that. The defining moment, he had to go for it, it's the last lap, but the front end just washes, the back end goes away. Yeah, and also, yeah, my, uh, Elliot Skeeter was just being super defensive, he, uh, he made sure the door was firmly shut on the inside, and then made sure the door was shut on the outside as well, which is fairly marginal, but uh, he was able to get away with that, but look at this, Benitez is not going to be able to bring that car home to the finish, and uh, that's wow. uh, just a crushing disappointment, because yeah, he was in position here to get some good points, and uh, now it's all going to go away. Jeff Morsing and Mark Yarno had a decent battle going for a little while, but Mark dropped away by 11 seconds at the end. And Jeff Morsing takes yet another victory as he comes to the checkered flag. And the gold category goes to the Morsing Motor Cars sponsored Porsche. And Jeff will finish in the top 10. After a grassy moment for him, too. But he takes maximum points. Angel Benitez Jr. will be kicking himself. Yes. The he worst will. part of that is we don't, unless he gets back quickly, we won't get to have a chat with him, uh, with uh, Jim Roller. Because uh, it had been a good battle up until that point. He gives a look yeah. over his right shoulder to the car, but yeah. I think that's all on him, that one, and he yeah. knows it. I mean, he, he, you know, Skier was being, as I say, super defensive there, so there will be certainly a degree of frustration there for Anhold Benitez Jr., but, uh, you know, he, was, he left it down to the final lap there. Uh, but he'd never really put a proper overtaking correct. challenge on him. No. The only place he was looking busy was places you can't get by into the roller coaster through two, three, four, five area. Yeah. He did get a good run prior to the incident. Uh, the leader skier was just held up a little bit by Oscar Arroyo, not Oscar's fault. But then the hole in the air was used very well indeed by Angel Benitez Jr. Well, yeah, and Oscar Arroyo is the teammate of Angel Benitez Jr. So yeah. he done a good job to stay out of the way. I mean, he yeah. did. He stayed out of the way. He didn't cause any problems for Elliot Skier, certainly. Uh, and uh, Angel, having got past Oscar, his teammate, was uh, trying to just trying to carry too much speed into turn three and to get that run into turn four. He was definitely quicker on that section, but just got a little bit greedy, John. Yeah, and I, th I think it all started in one and two when he was offline. Uh, well, yeah, well, he was pushed offline yeah. twice. And that's going to be his, uh, his gripe. So back into the pit lane by the leader. Really now the good winner. defensive drive in there from Elliot Skier, you have to say. The second place then will go to the 16 car of Michael Shine. Lucas Catania finds himself on the third spot. And by the way, Andrew Long got by... Uh, Santiago Creel and will claim that, yeah, fourth he did position. Laps. He yeah. did that several laps before. It's a great drive by Andrew Long and also said the second fastest lap of the race. And winning the GT3 gold category, Jeff Morsing heads to the pit lane as we head into the paddock and Jim Roller has Elliot Skier. Well, John, I've measured this Porsche and it's no wider than the other ones. Heck of a job, Elliot Skier, and what a great first race for you this weekend excellent job to hold off and help Benitez until he finally made a mistake yeah that was a uh, quite the interesting race there from start to finish uh, you know I just hope everyone's okay from a couple big accidents there uh, but it's great battling in hell we keep it super clean really really close but super clean uh, just hope he's okay after the hit uh, but I got to give a thanks to the team you know we've really rebounded strong and uh, the car was great we've done a great job all weekend and I got to give it to them and points wise you, uh, what a great day, because the point leader uh, went out on the first lap. Yeah, this definitely helps. Uh, just made sure to keep it clean and survive was kind of the whole goal through the race. But, uh, no, it's a good race. I'm happy with the points, but, you know, there's still a lot of races to go, so I still got to keep on it.
Now, tonight, when you go to bed, are you going to see that Hertz logo in your dreams? Because that's all your rearview mirror had for the entire race. Yeah, it'll be haunting me for a week or so. But, uh, you know, Ed Hell is a great guy, and uh, we race really clean together, and we're good friends. And, uh, you know, that was really, really fun out there. Well, congratulations. Good luck in the next race. Thank you, sir. Jim Roller, the man on the spot down in the collecting area. The cars will be going through post-race tech to make sure that they all comply. But it's a spec series. Those sort of things are pretty much formalities. But that's why we always say at this point that all results are provisional. But as they stand at the moment, Elliot Skier has taken round 11 of the... Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama from Michael Shine. Seven seconds at the line uh, and uh, just a half a second, in fact, less than that between Shine and Catania, who had their own battle for the podium positions, what turned out to be the final two podium positions. Andrew Long from last after the first lap incident, back up to fourth position. And in the... Gold category in 10th position overall. Little bit of a scary moment in the middle of the race, but it's another victory for Jeff Mosing, who's with Jim Roller. Jeff, uh, how big did your eyes get when uh, you came through the first part of the S's and there was a car there pulling uh, right in, uh, in front of you? Yeah, uh, even at the start of the race, uh, there was one that we had to end up avoiding. And, uh, uh, you know, just eyes and ears open, but uh, it was really bad for Landy because he was so close to me that... Uh, you know, when I went to go avoid what was happening up the hill, he wasn't able to, and uh, it was really disappointing. You know, I love racing that guy. Uh, there's a lot of great guys in the series to race against, but uh, hats off to uh, Todd Opperman with uh, Top Race, and again, they just do a fantastic job setting up the car. It was really consistent. I was running the same laps throughout the whole morning. Uh, Yokohama's held up really well uh, with the conditions, and uh, uh, again, thanks to Porsche Motorsports North America. This is like the funnest series I've ever raced in. Now, when you have a multiple race weekend like this, what's it like when you win the first race? A uh, little bit less work to do, just kind of go through the car. Uh, does it make the rest of the weekend a little easier? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, yesterday we had two great qualifyings in uh, Connie uh, and in GT3 Cup, and it's definitely a shot in the arm. It makes things a little bit easier and takes the, the mindset off of, uh, of having to go out there and perform. It gives you a little bit more confidence to go out and do what you need to do for the next race. All right, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you so much. Thanks to everybody. Jeff Mosing, just a lovely bloke. Yeah. Uh, let's wrap this up then uh, from here in the booth. The 11th round of the Porsche GT3 Challenge USA Regional Series. That's why it's a challenge rather than a Carrera Cup. Uh, has Elliot Skier taking top step of the podium and the full 20 from Michael Shine in second place and Lucas Catania in third. Fabulous drive up to fourth position. Andrew Long could have seen his race completely go out of the window with that uh, run to the green flag. He was right in the middle of that. Dropped down the last after it run through the pits to straighten the car out. And my goodness, didn't he repair his uh, team working hard in the pits to get him back without losing a lap under the safety car. All the way back from uh, 20th position up to 4th at the end of the race. In the gold category, Jeff Mosing from Mark Yarno. Sebastian Landy also losing out in that uh, early running with uh, a run off the track as he was... Avoiding a spinning car, rather too many spinning cars, I think, uh, to date. Will Hardiman a couple of times, Kurt Fasik is off the track at least three times that, that we saw. They'll have to book up their ideas for round 12. But that is a brilliant win for Elliot Skier and with the former championship leader Jesse Lazar not scoring. Hmm. That's thrown the championship wide open. Final thoughts from Jeremy Shaw. Yeah, I'll give a big lead now to Elliot Skier in the championship points. It'll probably be a 16-point lead now for the young American from California. Michael Shine, though, hats off to him. A good run there to second place. It's his best result since his, his only win in the series. Way back at, in, nine, in 2010 at Mid-Ohio, 44 races ago. So hats off there to Michael Shine for making a 1-2 for Wright Motorsports. Thank you to Jeremy Shaw and to Jim Roller. Throughout the season, we'll have full live coverage of all the races from the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama, live here on IMSA Radio. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.